Welcome to the Millionaire Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Ack, and I want to help you develop your millionaire mindset so that you can grow your wealth, get rich, have the freedom you want, design, create, and live the life that you want. Let's go. Seeing that this is the Millionaire Mindset Mentor Podcast, what do you say we talk about money today? So yes, that's what we're going to talk about, money. And I'm going to start out by saying I would love for all of you to have a lot of it. (laughs) You know, like, of course I would. Of course I would. Um, But let's talk about why we don't. You know, right now in America and, and the world, there's more money printed every day. There's more money in circulation right now than ever before. I think America prints about uh, a billion and a half dollars a day. Of course, they shred some, but it's always going up, the amount of money in circulation. Not only is there more money in circulation, but years ago, information was only provided to a select small group. Information today about money, information about investing. Information is so widespread. You have more access to more information. You have more access to more opportunities, and there's more money out there than ever. Then the question is, why don't you have more of it? That's the question. So that's what I'm going to talk about today, money. Now, we're going to start out by, I'm going to ask the simple question is, would more money make you happier? If you had an extra, if somebody gave you $100,000 today, would you be happier? Now, of course, you're going to be happy in the moment, right? That, that um, hey, you know, like you, you got all this money, but will that make you a happier person? And I'm going to answer it for you because a lot of people, yeah, I mean, my God, I'd be able to pay my bills, blah, 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 blah. No. No. Money, first of all, is not emotional. It's not. It should never be attached to emotion. And that's really what I'm going to be talking about today. People don't have more money because they attach it to emotion. Money's not going to make you happier. In fact, if you want, the money you have today is in relation to the happiness you have today. You want to be happier, you have more money right? It's like I am a positive, happy person. I'm also uh, rich. I'm just going to say I'm wealthy. Um, but let's, let's get back into it. Yesterday, what prompted this is yesterday I'd given an offer, an extremely low dollar amount offer to people who would be able to monetize that to make a lot of money. And I was surprised at the a few people that took advantage of it. And here's the the reason why is the first thing I want to talk about is the loss aversion mentality. You know, the the loss felt from uh, losing money is far worse than gaining the same dollar amount. In other words, if you lose 20 bucks, my gosh, you are, you know, sad. You're ah, emotionally. You gain $20, it's not the same, right? You lose $20, you're pretty upset. You find $20 on the street, you're like, hey, found 20, and then that's it. You are far more upset about losing because. So we have this loss aversion mentality, first of all, that holds us back from investing. Um, you know, we're afraid to lose the money. And I always say, you know what, I invest as much as I'm willing to lose. 
I'm, if I invest something, I'm willing to lose 100% of it. You know, that's my mentality to it. So we're going to get on, though. Let's get on with that. So the first thing is loss aversion. And the second thing I want to talk about, first of all, let's, let's before I talk about this, because the next thing is, you know where you learned about money? I'll tell you exactly where you learned about money. From your parents, right? They taught you. They modeled you know, they didn't sit you down, uh, Johnny, I want to talk to you about finance and uh, management of my, your money. No, they, n- they never did. You know, most likely. I don't know anybody that, whose parents did that. But we learn. We learn through modeling, right? We learn through what we see. We learn through what we hear. And so, from our parents. And so, if you grew up in the Eck household, uh, this was rampant of the scarcity mindset, right? There was never enough. So, we have this scarcity mindset that there's never going to be enough, right? That, that we're not going to have enough to pay our bills and then we panic and we go into fear. Anytime you drop into fear, you're, you're shutting down uh, possibilities, right? So I'm now I'm going to also talk about the other side of this and how we're going to get better. You know, I'm just going to tell you, you suck as a person. I would never do that. I wouldn't leave you hanging. Um, so these are the things I'm talking about, loss aversion, scarcity, mindset. But here's the one that I really want to talk about, and it has a big deal. And People will say, you know, and I'm not good at selling. I'm great at selling. I love selling. You know why I love selling? Because I know whatever I'm selling, I believe in. I know the value of it. I know the worth of it. I sell my coaching because I know that whatever they're paying, they're going to receive in abundance. I know that when people um, pay me, whatever they pay me, they're going to make way more than that, right? And I know, and they're going to get more value and 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 abundance and, and elevate, and I just know it, right? So I have no problem selling because I, I know what they're getting in return. Oftentimes they don't. They're scared, and that's okay. That's okay. I'll get them there. So... People that aren't good at selling don't don't know their worth, and a lot of people who get into coaching have a hard time selling because they honestly don't believe in themselves. And it, it's going to come down to uh, self-esteem. The amount of money you have is going to be equal to the amount of self-esteem you have, right? And that's really where I'm going today. I talked about the scarcity mindset and, and the uh, loss aversion, but the truth is I want to talk about uh, lower self-esteem in relationship to the amount of wealth you have, right? You don't believe in yourself. Now, um, there's a book here, and it's called uh, Get the Hell Out of Debt by Erin um, Kelly. You know, it's, she's got three proven methods of radically shifting your relationship to money because, yes, you have a relationship to money. And, and in the book, I want to talk about the, the four things she points out, and I think this is just sums it up right here. And this is where I'm not going to leave you just hanging, but I'm actually going to talk about it. So human behavior, which I talk about often, it falls into basically four categories. And before I get it, begin, um, I always say, learn to love the things that love you back. Right, you've heard. If you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say that. If you attend my uh, master classes, you've heard me say that. Learn to love the things that love you back. You know, watching TV does not love you back. So, as uh, as Aaron talks about, 
we live our human behavior falls into four categories. These are uh, things that might not feel good, but are good for us. You know, eating the broccoli, huh? <laughs> things that feel good and are good for us, right? Those are the good ones. So those are the first two. The third and the fourth are things that feel good but aren't good for us, like watching TV. And the fourth one is things that don't feel good and are not good for us. So the thing is, people with lower self-esteem live in the third and fourth, right? You live in doing the things that feel good but are not good for you. When you have low, and like sitting on the couch, eating a bag of potato chips, watching TV, you know what? That feels good. Is it good for you? Hell no. You know, and then we do the things that aren't good for us, um, that don't even feel good. So that's where people with low self-esteem. You know, okay, I'll get into it. Uh, then they're not. They don't feel good for you spending money, right? Going shopping, shopping therapy. You know, we're trying to fill a void. It's not good for you to do that. And it really doesn't feel good. It feels good in the moment, maybe. You know, you're number three. It feels good in the moment. But the truth, it really doesn't. And it's not good for you. And that's where a lot of people live that struggle with money. Now, I would like you to look at one and two. Things that might not feel good, but are good for us. What are those? I don't know. Exercise, right? Planning, uh, laying out your day. You know, that it it's, sucks to follow schedule, right? But it's good for you. And things that feel good and that are good for eating healthy. It feels good to, to eat healthy. I love, uh, especially after yoga, eating healthy, eating fresh fruit and that. So things that feel good and are good for us and things that might not feel good but they're still good for us are where people with higher esteem self-esteem live these are how they function in life and so i want you to evaluate you know audit your life and go where am i do i do the things that don't that don't serve me that that aren't good for me and don't start justifying right i don't want you to justify i want you to to actually look at it objectively not subjectively I want you to evaluate. I don't watch television. I don't. You know, I'm not a TV watcher. I don't. Uh, I own one, but I, I don't watch. I'd rather read. You know, and you know, is reading fun? Eh, sometimes it's not. Is it good for me? Absolutely. Right. Is stretching uh, good for you? Yeah. Is it fun? No. No, not. <laughs> it's not. And a lot of people struggle with meditation. You know what? It doesn't feel good at first. Is it good for you? Yes. So we, where these four that, that Aaron talks about, uh, these are the habits we've built. And people with low self-esteem build habits around three and four. People with higher self-esteem build habits around one and two. And your self-esteem is in direct relationship to your relationship with money. So... Um, that's really what I want you to do today is look at that, right? And think about what you do through the day. Write it out. Journal it. Journaling fun? No. Is it good for you? Yes. <laughs> so everything you do today, write it down and let's look if it's good for you and 
it feels good or it doesn't feel good, but it's good for you. But if things are not good for you, stop doing it. Uh, I can go on and on about this because it just frustrates the, uh, the crap out of me because everything you do in life either moves you forward or moves you backward. There's no such thing as neutral momentum. Even sleeping moves you forward. You know, like you're laying there, you're healing, you're growing, you're resting, you're recharging. That even moves you forward. So, um, yeah, let's live in uh, one and, and two. That's what I have for you today. So, if you love this podcast, please share it with somebody that you think can benefit from listening to it. Share it on your social media. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review. Let the world know what you think of our podcast. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And I'm going to leave you with this. I know that you can become the person that you want to be and build the wealth that you want to have. And I know that you could design and create and live the life that you want, and I want to help you get there.